G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. On a Wednesday, we do like to check in on those breaking news headlines as they're coming out of Israel and the Middle East. Ron Ross has been scouring the headlines once again and back with us. Hello, Ron. Welcome back to 2020. Good morning, Neil. Ron, let's start with a headline, a serious one. Israel authorises $75 million in emergency funding to fight terror. What are the headlines reflecting? Yeah, they're in a terrible time at the moment. The Israeli government has authorised the allocation of 181 million shekels, which is 75 million Australian dollars in emergency funding for the Israeli police. The funding comes as Israel's police force struggles to deal with multiple terror attacks taking place throughout Israel. For many years, the Israel police was neglected and the operational needs that it required to carry out its tasks were not met, said Israel Prime Minister Naftali Bennett. We're correcting this and are now allocating significant resources in order for it to carry out its supreme task, defending public security. A strong police equals a strong state of Israel. We're in the midst of a wave of terrorism directed against the citizens of Israel and are acting with all of the tools in our possession in all sectors in order to restore security, he said. Ron, significant, just to reflect on this, a little side note, because there's been a number of brutal terror attacks in the past weeks, and so that's been the trigger for this? That uh, Yes, and throughout... Uh, Ramadan, there's a danger of it continuing quite aggressively. Uh, There's another headline a little similar along these lines where the Prime Minister, Naftali Bennett, has warned Israelis, carry your guns and open your eyes. Uh, What's this one about? Yeah, in a video message, Bennett warned of a wave of Palestinian terror in the coming weeks and urged Israelis with gun licences to arm themselves. He also described government measures being taken to counter the threats. Now, I can't list them all in in a couple of minutes, but in the past week, Arab terrorists killed 11 Israelis in rampages in Beersheba, Hadira and Benai Iraq. Tensions continued to climb last Thursday morning when two Palestinians in Jenin were killed in a shootout with the IDF. And in a separate incident, a Palestinian stabbed and seriously wounded a 28-year-old Israeli man on a bus near Neb Daniel, south of Jerusalem. The Palestinian was shot and killed by an armed Israeli citizen on that bus. And these terror attacks, unfortunately, continue. During the upcoming Islamic month, the holiday of Ramadan, which began last week, Palestinians traditionally ramp up their violent and unprovoked attacks on Israeli citizens. According to a Dutch study cited by the Jerusalem Post, Ramadan brought with it a 200% increase in terrorist attacks in Israel between 2005 and 2016. And uh, just a side note, 
Israel has brought in 15 IDF battalions to reinforce efforts in Judea and Samaria. Well, a spate of terror attacks, uh, the people on high alert. And aside, uh, another connection here where Israel ultra-Orthodox Jews have paid their respects at the funeral of an Arab Christian police officer who killed a Palestinian terrorist. Uh, What are the details, Ron? Near a busload of ultra-Orthodox residents from B'nai Brak, the city in which the last week's shooting and massacre took place, travelled to Israel's north to pay their respects at the funeral of an Israeli Christian Arab police officer who was killed while taking down the terrorist. Sergeant Amir Khoury is credited with saving countless lives after he rushed to the scene of the shooting and opened fire at the Palestinian gunman, Dia Hamashay, killing him. Khoury was shot in the exchange and died shortly after. Khoury and his partner, motorcycle police officers stationed at the Nibarak, were the first to reach the terrorist after he gunned down four people in two locations. According to Yeshiva World News, Curry also once saved an ultra-Orthodox man from drowning. Thousands of people from all over the country travelled to the funeral which took place at a church in Nazareth. The ultra-Orthodox Israelis from B'nai Brak joined later when the procession reached his final resting place in his hometown of Nofagalil. Israel Prime Minister Naftali Bennett called Khoury, who is from an Arab family, a hero of Israel. And those from outside Israel chiming in as well, and headline with King Abdallah of Jordan speaking to the Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett saying, don't interfere with Muslim prayers on the Temple Mount. What's the story here? Yeah, the same old, same old. The King of Jordan urged Israel to avoid actions which could provoke violence in Judea and Samaria and demanded that Israel not impinge on the right of Muslims to worship on the Temple Mount. King Abdullah II of Jordan spoke with Israeli Prime Minister Bennett by phone. The Hashemite monarch reportedly demanded that Israel ensure calm in Judea and Samaria as well as permit Muslims to freely worship at the Al-Aqsa Mosque on the Temple Mount during the Islamic holy month of Ramadan. Israel confirmed the call took place. Bennett wished King Abdullah and his family a happy Ramadan, the Prime Minister's officer said, and thanked the King for his explicit condemnation of recent Arab attacks in Israel. According to the Prime Minister's office, Bennett and King Abdullah also discussed cooperation between the two countries. Well, speaking of cooperation, another headline, a little positive angle to this one, Israel and the United Arab Emirates have signed a free trade pact. Yeah, this is a great relief from all the other stuff. Approximately 95% of products traded between the countries, including food, agriculture, cosmetics, medical equipment and medication, will be exempt from customs duty, some immediately and some gradually. Israel's economy ministry said. Dorian Barak, head of the UAE-Israel Business Council, told the media line that the pact was a clear sign that the harmony between the two countries persists. I think the political message is clear. This peace will be enduring and underpinned by economic as well as political and strategic considerations, Barak said. 
he discussed the benefits that the Abraham Accords have brought to both nations. With over $1 billion in trade, that's US dollars, in the Abraham Accords' first year, and hundreds of thousands of tourists flowing between the countries, the political significance of peace is clear. Expanded economic ties will further support these developments, Barack said. And Ron, we do like a good archaeology story, and there's one there that relates to a site uh, where Jesus is uh, the focus, and Israel moving a prison sitting on top of the earliest mosaic that's dedicated to Jesus. How does this one look? Yeah, this is very moving, really. It's interpreted as the oldest Christian prayer house in the world. The Megiddo prison is going to be relocated as early as this June to allow archaeologists to make an ancient mosaic believed to be part of a Christian prayer house accessible to tourists and allow further investigation, the Israel Antiquities Authority said. The mosaic, believed to be the earliest mosaic dedicated to Jesus, was discovered between 2004 and 2008 beneath the Megiddo prison by Israeli archaeologist Dr. Yotam Tepper. The mosaic is dated to the 3rd century and is thought to belong to a Christian prayer hall. On the mosaic, there's the Greek inscription, To the God. Jesus Christ. This structure is interpreted as the oldest Christian prayer house in the world, the IAA said. They wrote it on a Facebook page. They said it tells the story of Christianity before it even became official. There were two additional inscriptions in ancient Greek on the mosaic, which testify, among other things, to soldiers from the Roman army who are members of an ancient Christian community. Since it was found, Israeli officials have proposed moving the prison to allow archaeologists to continue their work both on the mosaic and to do additional digging. Well, absolutely. Treasures uncovered with those ancient mosaics that in themselves uh, tell a story. And uh, great getting insights as always, Ron Ross. Uh, breaking news out of Israel and the Middle East. Thanks so much for the update today on 2020. Thank you, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.